everybody. Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me, we've got our buddy Luke. Hello. Yay. And we have... Yay. Uh, yay. And we have our friend Iris. Hello. And uh, you two are back on because uh, you're our special... Commander Stanton's daughter correspondence, I guess. Apparently. Uh, fucking Iris, you you told me in the chat like it how it's weird that I've only been on twice and the second time has Kai burning food also. And then I I was like, "Wait, which one was it again?" And yes, <laughs> yeah. uh spoilers for the episode we're going to discuss last time y'all were on was the first time that this child was introduced and also the last time she's been in the show. Uh, Which is, I mean, I was joking. This is just a very weird coincidence, but it'll be funny to talk about as we, as we go through it. Um, Yeah. I mean, this character doesn't exist basically in the rest of the show. Uh, It makes sense for this episode, but it's just funny. You guys came back on for another, uh, Another Commander Stanton spotlight. Uh, our yeah. favorite character, <laughs> the guy whose name I have to look up every single time he's on screen. <laughs> I have I have uh, to use the little Amazon Prime X-ray to be like, who the fuck? What is his name? Damn it. <laughs> Everyone loves him. He's very important. Yeah, he's just living out his uh, I wish I could be on Star Trek dreams. And he's, you know, oh God, fine. so extremely. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of this show. I feel like, especially you know, this season, start in uh, in space had it as well. But this the the whole like Terra Venture is very much like, well, we got tired of writing normal Power Rangers, and we would like to pretend that we write for Star Trek. So that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, they um, do straight up have just a Star Trek bridge. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know. which we'll we'll talk about that when we get there, because uh, <laughs> I have questions. But first, uh, Luke, I yeah. wanted to last episode we recorded, uh, our very good friend Fabi basically talked about Magic: The Gathering for thirty straight minutes before we got <laughs> to talk about uh, the actual TV show, and that was fun. Uh, but I figured the seal is now broken, and I just wanted to invite you on because a I miss talking to you. Uh, we did that big fat liar episode, and I had fun. Uh, but B, I have been playing be a, a, a lot of. What's that? Sorry, is this gonna? Uh, I just, I just trying to do a joke where I uh, sort of like make an aside to the audience of is this gonna be a oh. Yu Gi Oh thing? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I. Well, I mean, I could just pivot and ask you to explain Yu Gi Oh to me, but I was gonna ask uh, if you would tell me about the 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 competitive Pokemon. Uh, scene because I know you're into it, and I've been playing a lot of the new Pokemon. I think uh-huh. it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but I heard that 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 I mean, in general, I think it's pretty wild. And I also have been hearing that like this generation is pretty nuts. Question mark. There's yeah. What are all of... the degenerates over at Pokemon Showdown doing? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> banning a lot of Pokemon because it turns out a lot of them are really strong. That's that's the long and short of it. Uh, had to ban that fucking graveyard dog. That thing's way too good. Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's 
The funniest thing about banning Pokemon, I understand it's like a game that just isn't balanced for that stuff, even right. though they do have their own, you know, championship. Yeah. But like, so you have to obviously pick like, here's the median of power and past that we have to ban it if we want to do this. Like, right. I get that. It's just funny because I feel like, a yes, you ban the legendaries, but then it's always like random shit other than that it's like yeah this guy for some reason is just too good like why is the graveyard dog so good uh well so first of all it's got sand rush which doubles its speed in a sandstorm and then it's got uh what is it oh what's the move it's got hold on i gotta look it up now now i, I should have picked a different <laughs> example <laughs> oh it's okay go for it but yeah I- stone uber why <laughs> why yeah i do love that i will say i haven't talked about it that much i love the design like they nailed the designs this gen i feel like they're really really fun i yeah. love i love my little guy Smoliv. yes uh, and my wife made me name him pickle which frustrated me um until he evolved into Dolive, so then he was pickled do- olive and yeah, i like yeah, that yeah. a lot <laughs> oh right okay a, that is a pre- that is a pretty good joke though that's no, a good not bad houndstone again yeah so it doubles its speed in a sandstorm and also um its signature move is called last respects and uh what it does it's got 50 base power which is like bad not good yes um but for every fainted pokemon in your party it gets an extra 50 on top of that which means oh. it maxes out at 300 yeah that's see cuz that's one of those things where like and then it also gets you know a a damage bonus cuz it's a ghost pokemon using a ghost move so yeah. that multiplies it by 1.5 to 450 which is insane. Or There's if like you terastalize, uh, just make that an even six hundo. <laughs> so if he hits you with it, you're dead. Like just yeah, it'll just melt anything. Yeah, yeah. Like Pokemon is just so weird to me because as I'm playing through it, I'm like, I I can I feel like I can't I cannot glean what the designers like how they think a regular person is gonna play Pokemon because right. It, like, to me, I'm like, do they even mean for you to have six Pokemon? Maybe that's why that move exists, because they just genuinely well, like, so for don't example, think. Yeah, that- I mean, in official uh, Pokemon tournaments that, like, Nintendo runs or whatever, you don't have six Pokemon. They only do doubles matches, and they you have a team of six that you choose four from. Right, but you cannot have all six at once. Right, so, so immediately, like-, like, that's still... A- Good fucking move, but also doubles his bonkers batshit for a million reasons, so, you know. Right. And, like, in the game, almost no trainers have six Pokemon. Like, yeah, most yeah. of them have one. Like, right. it's just... I, and also, I for most people who are playing the game, um, that sort of overpowered setup probably isn't going to come up, because you're probably not going to have all your all your other Pokemon faint. You know, right, right, and, <laughs> and one of the things that I love, about, I do like about Pokemon is like you don't n- need to do anything in like competitive Pokemon to beat that game. In, like, in fact, you, I, you know, you don't have to have you. You definitely don't have to have six to beat that game. Oh like, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, they, they set it up for you to not have to dig into all that stuff. But like, it, it is, you know. It's just weird to me because it, it's 
it feels sort of like Smash Bros, but even more where it's like there's all this stuff in here, but like I just genuinely don't think that they like think most people will use it. And right. and it just I just I don't know. It, it's interesting to me to try to understand like wh- the the level at which the designers like want you to play it. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, they're definitely trying to design it for different um, levels of skill because again, like. Unlike Smash Brothers, Nintendo runs, like, an official tournament circuit for Pokemon, you know? Right. That's true. Um, which I guess... Which... Uh, do they... They might have done that for Smash at some point, or maybe they do now. I don't know. But it's definitely not, like... N- like, those are the in-person Pokemon tournaments, right? Like, everything yeah. else is just online. Right. And now, uh, I really like this new gen. Uh, I mean, I think everybody knows it's kind of busted. The fact that the official VGC championship and like dual shit started the and the first match dc'd like three times before they could get it to go <laughs> oh yes no. uh-huh is just so funny to me like yeah. i had that game hard crash on me like a console hard crash yeah. the other day uh-huh it's wild yeah it's not in, <laughs> not in very good shape um i don't think i've yeah. ever had a pokemon game crash I've only had two console games crash ever. It was that and uh, like one of the Call of Duties, I think. Oh, at I've some had games point. crash. I've I've had lots of games crash on me. Like like just to oh sorry, I've had stuff stick. It crashed to quote unquote desktop where right. it was just like yeah it's yeah. dead. I've had that yeah, happen yeah, several times that. with yeah. PlayStation games. I've had Hitman oh, huh, do okay. that. I've had some FromSoft games do that. Okay, fair enough. I have yeah. not had that happen that much. Yeah, it's but. just extremely... I've just never had it happen for a Pokemon game specifically. Well, because Nintendo, yeah. it's usually got... I mean, less, I think, lately, but they definitely have the reputation of, like, testing that shit to death. So it's right. it's not supposed to, but... Yeah, yeah. This yeah I'm looking at uh, the Smogon ban list, uh, the, the Uber-tier list for uh, Scarlet Violet right now. And right now what we got... We got Annihilate, the new Primeape evolution. He just got added to it um, because he's got, like, the way Rage Fist, its signature move works, is that it gets, uh, it's actually not that different from Last Respects. It's, it does 50 extra damage for every time Annihilate takes a hit all game long. And that includes, it's a ghost type. If it gets hit with a normal move that doesn't hurt it, that still counts to build up Rage Fist. <laughs> oh, cool. Neat. <laughs> and, like, just for a baseline here, like, Explosion, the move where you kill yourself to do an extreme amount of damage, that's got 250 power. So when I'm talking about, like, 450 or 600 power, like, it's a yeah. joke level of strong. Like, that's not, su- that's, it, it, like, there are not moves that are that. Yeah. Other than, and like, then, uh, these weird examples. Yeah. yeah. They ban Chi Yu, which is the little goldfish legendary. You know, that one's a legendary. It kind of makes sense. Um, although there's other legendaries that aren't banned. Uh, Cyclazar, who's like the little motorcycle dragon guy. That's funny. The non-legendary version, like yeah. the one where they were like, there's a legendary this, but right. there needs to be a reason there are cycling roads. So yeah, we made yeah, another yeah. guy. And he's still too good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's good for like, like, because the the legendary versions are banned too, but they're banned because they're too fast and too strong. Cyclodazar is banned because he's just a really fucking annoying utility guy because mm. he can uh, shed tail, and he has regenerator. Shed tail's a new move where you swap out, but also create a substitute at the same time. Boy, I'm realizing I'm getting ahead of myself in a lot of ways. Substitute is a move where you. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, it, you know, give up some of your health to make a little, like, polka doll that's got that much HP, and it kind of guards, you know, guards right. you from status effects and all that stuff until you kill it. Um, Shed Tail eats up half of his HP, which does more than a normal substitute, but it's also a free swap out at the same time. And right. he has Regenerator, which gives him one-third of his health back when he swaps out. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. That's uh-huh, really good. Uh-huh. So you combine him with a couple, like, really bulky guys, and it's just a goddamn nightmare. It's just going to dra- make everything slow, also. Like, it's just going to slow down combat. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fluttermane, which is the prehistoric Mischievous's band, just for having absurd stats. Uh, we were talking about Houndstone, Iron Bundle, the future Delibird. That's banned. Again, That's, just ridiculous stats. Here's the thing. Delibird deserves it. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree completely. <laughs> um, let, the peng- let the penguin have a win for once. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. Delibird's been around since Gen 2, and it's sucked shit this entire time. I think we all needed to just, uh, you know, grin and bear it. I mean, that, uh, yeah, win. look, just, just, let, just let Delibird, like, dominate in the meta for, like... I don't know, three months. Just just give him a little <laughs> yeah. bit of time. Yeah. When Farfetch'd got an evolve last last uh game, I leapt out of my chair and hooped and, and hooted and hollered. So I love yeah. it when shit Pokemon get to have fun for a little right. bit. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh and then the uh, last one is Palafin, the little cutesy dolphin guy, his band. Oh. Damn. Yeah. But but yeah, like so so could you this is how much I don't know about competitive yeah. Pokemon. Like, I know that it's it's set into tiers. When yeah. you say it's so, there's it's like Uber, yeah, you know, underpowered, overpowered, and over, overused right. is I think it is. Yeah, overused, go, yeah, yeah. And, like the exact names of the tiers can change, but it's like Uber, overused, borderline, underused, uh, something, and then beyond that, no one really cares. Uh, right. But when you say banned, does it just mean like any? Oh, also another thing: if you don't play Pokemon, none of this is as we mentioned. This is not like the the Nintendo rules. No, no, no. Yeah, it's just like what the community has yeah. sort of developed right. uh, over Smogon dot com. Yeah. Well, and it's driven a lot by how much stuff gets used. So, like, if right. a Pokemon is on. Fifty percent of all teams. Okay, it's probably too good. Which like, is, which, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty. That's like kind of how magic cards get banned. It's like, yeah. okay, this card is if if this deck is black, this card's in it. That's probably not good. It yeah. shouldn't work that if, way. If it's yeah. either if it's a card that's either in every deck or you have to slot a counter to it in every deck, it's probably then, not good. And it's too good. And it makes yeah. sense that that's how you do with Pokemon. Like, well, if, if every single player is running this, then whoops. Yeah, it's too good. Right. Um, yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, Smogon is one of those communities that definitely has a reputation for being, like, no fun, you know, people that just ruin it. But, like, part of the point there is that it's no fun if you just let people, like, oh, why are you making all these rules? Why can't we just play? Well, because you wouldn't like it if that's what we did. Yeah, it because would be then really everyone boring. runs these three Pokemon, and that's it. Right. Like, yeah. Because when it, especially in like RPG stuff where stuff has like stat ranges. Right. Like liter it's it's not even like, you know, a fighting game where you can argue about whether a character is is too good. Right. It's literally just like mathematically these are the best Pokemon and you don't want to play 
that way because yeah. it's boring. <laughs> like, well, yeah. and again, a, like a lot of it is informed by the meta and you know clever strategies and stuff. So there can like I. I'm not going to say what happens one way or the other. It wouldn't shock me if a couple of those guys fell back out of Ubers uh, and moved down to OU at some point in Gen 9. Um, you know, especially once, like, new Pokemon get added to this gen, either, like, you know, through DLC or whatever. Um, so you when, you're, when, you, when you say ban, you mean they're moved up to Ubers, which, they're, like, most yes. people don't play? Is that... Okay, got gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, OU is kind of, like, the main uh, gotcha. tier that people play on. And then UU is kind of just there for people that just want to, you know, fuck with guys that kind of can't hack it in OU. It's cool that I, I think it's a cool idea to have a, a rank, like a, a, um, a format, I guess, where it's like, yeah, we're all going to play with, I don't know, Jigglypuff. Like, we're just going to do that. It's yeah, fine. and like you definitely, you know, they, they get down into like gimmick formats and stuff too, right? Where it's like. Okay, you can only use not fully evolved Pokemon here. You can only use, you know, monotype teams, that kind only of thing. Only babies. Yeah. yeah. It reminds yeah. me a lot of, like, popper format in Magic the Gathering, where you have to use only common cards. Only commons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which could be fun, because it's like, it's just, you know, when you're playing at, quote-unquote, like, the with the best stuff, then it means there's all this... You know, especially Pokemon, there's, like, almost a thousand fucking Pokemon. There's over a thousand. Oh, are there really? Fine. Uh, I think they hit a thousand and ten. Okay, there you go. Uh, Does that include, like, all the the regionals as separate? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, But, you know, a lot. And then you would imagine most of those don't ever see any kind of, like, play. Right. And I, I, I think it's built that way at least in the game, kind of on purpose, there's a lot of Pokemon that they don't really expect you to, to use because they just want the game, the world to feel like lived in. But sure. it's still neat to have that like, you know, tier where you can play with with quote unquote shitty Pokemon because my yeah. favorites are always the little tiny ones that are adorable. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I Yeah, I just have always found it really fascinating and like. It's funny. So if you don't know, most of these actually happen on on Pokemon Showdown, right? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And if you so if you're not aware, Pokemon Showdown is uh basically an emulator, kind of, to, yeah. to just like fight teams against each other because raising a a you know perfect statted team is not fun for anyone. I'll say <laughs> so, goes pretty quick these days. Yeah, they've made it easier, right? Like you can definitely. you can have you can go from I don't got a guy to I have a fully trained guy within like ninety minutes now. That's good, cause well, cause that was what kept me out of it for so long. Was it yeah. was like, uh, and I don't think we need to get into this, but like if Pokemon have like hidden stats that that right, are IVs, literally yeah. not tracked by the game. Yeah, I mean, that, they are so that's, that's game, a big one. Not, yeah, they're surface track, to you. They're surface to you now is a big part of oh, it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, really? Not, okay. Not like directly. They won't say, oh, you've got a 28 in attack or whatever, but you can go into the PC and it'll give you like a range. And hey, 99 times out of 100, all you want is for it to be the best. And it will tell you if it's the best. That's and if cool. it's not the best, A, you can breed and... Uh, the raids, the main thing you're getting out of raids is Pokemon with a lot of uh, maxed out IVs for breeding. 
Uh, but also, you can just buy an item to go to a guy and say, hey, give this guy a 31 in this IV, please. And he's like, yeah, you got it, bro. Oh, that's oh, cool. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So they've added, because like, yeah, like I was saying before, the thing that made me just be like, I'll never do this is right. I knew people who raised competitive teams in like Diamond and Pearl and it right. took hundreds of hours like just so much fucking time and it did and took a little while it did, i don't know about hundreds of hours probably not it, hundreds it took a little while it took a little while yeah um but a they've made it easier and b like most of that stuff happens on pokemon showdown where yeah. you just they just stat them at the at the best basically they've also got so, written of the move uh hidden power which was a big part of what made it really fucking annoying to breed uh, hidden power made it functionally impossible to breed a lot of competitive pokemon legitimately because what hidden power does is it looked at your pokemon's iv spread and used that kind of as a seed to generate it, the moves power and um type so, like, it was really useful for Pokemon that kind of had, like, shallow move pools. You could use their hidden power to, like, give them some type coverage they couldn't get otherwise. But you need hyper-specific IV distributions to get what you want out of hidden power. Which ah. meant you're either drive Either you are spending hundreds of hours just hoping to basically luck into it. Or you're just hacking. And that's what everybody did. Right. Because if, it, if it's that hard, then people will just cheat. And then... At that point, then fuck it. Let's just all move to Pokemon Showdown because right, yeah, because yeah. everyone's yeah, yeah. Like that was a big source of it, and also legendaries. Uh, you know, Nintendo doesn't always ban legendaries, and Smogon definitely oh, yeah. doesn't always ban them. Um, and you can't breed those, so the only way to try to get good IVs and a good nature on legendaries oh, is to right. just save, catch it, check it. No, no good. Reset and catch it again. Which which just sounds like so much fun for everybody involved. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. again, you just hack them because why wouldn't you? Right, uh, and also like a lot of those legendaries are like fucking events. Like you can't don't get them in the game. Like they would be right. available at Toys R Us at you know on August twelfth. Uh, shit like weird shit like that. That's one of those so things were like you know hacking up Pokemon was illegal in VGC stuff, but like. Oh, yeah, sure. Now, I believe you that you legitimately got this shiny with 631s. Yeah, absolutely. That happened. Yeah, totally, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, for sure. I technically can't prove you didn't, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It is within the bounds of what is technically possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's funny. Well, cool. Thanks for going over that. I just it's always something I've been really interested in, but never got into. And I'm really enjoying the new game. So I wanted to ask you about it now. Yeah. Iris, uh, is I, I don't want to just give Luke a spotlight. Are there any gotchas or yeah. animes you would like to tell me about? <laughs> uh, as in terms of gotcha games, I've mostly just still been playing Honkai Impact. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I genuinely yeah. am. Okay. Well, okay. Here's a question. All right. Honkai Impact is. What's the, oh, uh, God. Is that just, like, what is the relationship between Honkai Impact and Genshin Impact? There's basically no relation. Um, they just happen to both be named that. It, that's it? Yeah, there there are some, there are some like, occasional references and cameos to Honkai Impact in Genshin, but it is, it, it's not, like, 
actually story relevant. It's basically just Easter eggs. But, um, but like, is it made? Because they're both ongoing games, right? It's not like one is the sequel to the other one? Correct. Yeah, they're completely separate things. Okay. Like, uh, both games have a ride in May. Both games have a Sakura. But they're total. They're and like they share some surface level similarities, but they are completely different characters. Okay, because I see people post them, and I don't play either. So, so you know, I'm I'm sure to people who play them, it's like very obvious. But I'm looking. I'm like that looks similar. The name is similar. Like it, it, to me, at first, I was like, is one of these just like a weird like uh um app store like ripoff that no. they just aren't getting sued for or like what's <laughs> happening it was really yeah it's it was the very same confused. company um, yeah okay but yeah it. no uh honkai impact is is the one that came before uh and it's also the better one <laughs> fair enough um it's basically a game where um it's it's primary gameplay is sort of character action gamey. Uh, right. Yes. Think of think a simplified version of Devil May Cry. Okay. Uh, where you have a team of three characters, uh, and this has all, all, always been kind of emphasized, but is especially important in the current meta. Um, but the idea is that you have a primary DPS character. And mm-hmm. two support characters who either apply debuffs to the enemy or buffs to your own team. And in some cases, both for ones that are okay. really good. Uh, and it is basically a constant management of hitting your burst window with your DPS, um, swapping to your. Uh, various supports in the right order to apply their buffs and debuffs, making sure you have enough energy to launch like your ultimates when you need them. Uh, basically, in order to in order to obtain a perfect DPS, right? Um, it looks. I've watched people play, and it's kind of like it's like your like ability rotation in like an MMO, except that it is you know, on applied to, like you said, like a, a character action game is kind of what it l- looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way of describing it. Like, once once you get into a flow, it, it feels really good. <laughs> and it's very pretty. Um, and yeah. I also like the story a lot. It's kind of the primary reason I play it. Uh, I, I've heard both of those games people talk <laughs> very highly of them, and then most of... And then people will also say, and also... They will just rip your pockets out of your pants and and run away with them. Like just that it's it's it, it is not necessarily like you know that you have to do that to to play the game, but that they people who are don't have a ton of self control like me, <laughs> it can be <laughs> d- dangerous. Yeah, I mean it's a gotcha um, game, so it's gonna yeah. engage in all the same like predatory practices that every other gotcha game does. Uh, I do think it's a little easier to resist with Honkai Impact and easier to keep up primarily because um, characters just don't release as quickly as they do in Genshin. Like Genshin releases a lot of characters 
Um, and they have like, there's a, and you don't always have like a guaranteed chance of get getting the one you want on a particular banner. Honkai Impact release releases like one new character per patch, and a patch usually lasts like I don't know, uh, around a month and a half to two months. Okay, yeah, it's not that crazy. I mean, and yeah. when their banner comes out, that's the only character on the banner. In fact, okay. yeah, banners will on- banners with characters will only ever have one character. Um, the downside is that, like, just like in Genshin, gear is very important. So you do also have to pull on the gear gotcha. banner if you want, yeah. like, the character to be the best they can be. Um, and, like, free currency acquisition is... Uh, probably slightly faster than in Genshin, but not by it's much. Still slow. So it's yeah. still pretty slow by other gacha game standards. Um, the one thing in its favor in that regard is that for the story mode, which is the mode I care about the most, um, mm. you basically don't ever use gacha characters. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, that's cool. They give you specific characters to use in the story and like those characters you can get through the gotcha right um but like they will give you like pre-built with like specific equipment that's that's cool because i've played a couple gotchas that i liked but like i remember you know like just wanting to see what happened next and and being like well I either won't see that for a month of grinding or I can give them, you know, 10 bucks like the So that's pretty cool to. Hear yeah, that, that was yeah. definitely the problem I encountered with like Fate Grand Order, where uh, the story mode in that game gets pretty difficult near the end of the main arc mm-hmm. and doesn't get any easier from there. So unless yeah. you have a, a really well kitted out team, um and as well as other backup units that are like fully leveled and skilled out in, in case you need any for like specific matchups, um, you're going to have a bad time. It's going to cool. be hard. Some of those fights. Uh, well, that's cool. So good story. And that, I mean, that game is pretty definitely for sure. So yeah. Uh, of, of the gotchas I have played, I've played quite a few. It's probably <laughs> the one I would recommend most. Um, just because Sweet. I do really love the stories and characters in it, but also you know, cool. it is still a gotcha game. <laughs> if you're looking for one of those, <laughs> check it out. There you go. Cool. Well, we're half an hour in, so it's time to talk about Power Rangers. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. I have I'm so done sorry. something Power Rangers oh. related actually recently. Oh, okay, awesome. Yes, I, tell it to me. I bought the first. I've actually I've got a local comic book store I go to now. Uh, ever ever okay. since I moved, uh, and so I've I've decided to have a pull list now. So I bought the first issue of Radiant Pink. Um, oh, the, okay, cool. We haven't talked about the Radiant comics on here, but uh, th- yeah, they're pretty good. Um, this is my first of- sort. This this was my introduction to the the massive verse they're calling it, which is mm-hmm. a very a very dorky name, uh, but. Yeah, I I picked it up kind of on a whim just because it looked interesting, uh, and it was pretty fun. It was nice. It was a uh, the writing was a little twee at times because uh, the main character is a streamer, 
Okay. Um, and it's it's co-written by like someone who made her like name as a YouTube personality. Um, That's interesting. Megan Camarena. Uh, okay. So like she is clearly drawing on some life experience there, but also I do find it, I do find the writing occasionally a bit overly cute uh, when it's in that mode. Uh, but that's a fairly minor complaint. Uh, I largely had had fun with it, and I'm looking forward nice. to picking up the yeah. next issues. If, if you don't know about the Radiant series, uh, Kyle Higgins, who used to be the writer for the the Power Rangers comics, uh, left to to kind of start this uh, series of books called like Radiant Blank. Their colors. It straight up is just like what if Power Rangers, but slightly more adult basically like that's he just wanted to keep doing that but not you know under the saban banner (laughs) fair and and they're pretty good i have not read all of them but the one i read radiant black which was the first one that came out uh and i really liked it and i've i've heard mostly good things about the other ones they're not like perfect but they're for like an indie comic series if you like power rangers like it they're cool I, i i would recommend them yeah, it's it's definitely maybe interested in like checking out some of the the other stuff in in this universe of his. So yeah, I I had a good time with it. Cool. Um, I will I will say very very quickly. Uh, we haven't talked about it on here. The new uh uh Sentai got revealed uh a couple weeks ago. It's called King Oger, uh, and it is like night and bug themed. Uh, and I mostly want to mention it on here because I just, it's the first one in a while where I just saw the suits. I just posted it in the chat for us. And okay, I was just like, f- like, fuck yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. I really, really like them. Oh, yeah, and- this one is, this one is fucking targeted specifically at me, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> We've talked about on the show, people have asked us, like, what would be a theme that they haven't really done that you want? And um, uh, Dino Fury, those suits do have, like, a night-ish theme, but it's not really emphasized. It's really more the the dinosaur stuff. Yeah, same with, Uh, like, was it Mystic Force? Sort of. Yes. Uh-huh. But this is just, like... I mean, these uh, these are knights, yeah. like or, or yeah. This and, is a round table. <laughs> yes, and uh, p- worth mentioning of the five, it's red, yellow, blue, black, and purple, which is the first time that purple has been uh, one of the like starting uh, team. Oh yeah, so, you're right. Damn. Okay. Uh, I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Uh, that's all I'll really say. If yeah. you have not seen them, Google King Oger. Uh, O-H-G-E-R. Looks fucking cool. I do like the look of the Zord as well. That's a good looking Zord. um, So it's the secondary theme is bugs and the Megazord is like a big uh, like stag beetle type thing. Yeah. And all of their visors are different bugs. Oh, Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like like, the purple is like... the purple is like a moth, I think. Yeah. And yeah, they're all, all different bugs, which is cool. I think it's neat. Um, so excited to see that when it comes out. Now, uh, we are talking about Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, episode 25, Blue to the Test. 
Uh, and it is a Kai and Commander Stanton the, uh, focused episode. That, that name we sounds open- like a pun, but I don't think it is. Blue to the test? Yeah. Yeah, no, when you think f- about it, it's a title that doesn't make any sense, even as an idiom. It's just like blue to. No, it's not like. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like. I definitely was like, is that like a movie title that yeah. this is a pun? But I don't like, think so. Put him, blew the test. But then that doesn't really make sense. Uh, Yeah, I mean. That wouldn't track, but it would like technically be a cleaner wordplay. You could like be like blew the test and it was all like he blew it. Right, but he doesn't blow it. That's the thing. At first, he sort of does. We'll talk about it. But (laughs) we start uh, on the bridge. Um, One of the things that we've kind of mentioned in the show before is like, what exactly is Kai's job? He's one of the couple that definitively works uh, like for the space station. I guess he's the pilot for this whole fucking space station colony, which is cool but does make me be like, and when he just Worried? leaves his post to fight people, like who well, drives the ship with thousands of people on it? That's, he might be a pilot. I'm sure, like, if they've got a pilot at 24-7, then obviously they're working in shifts. Yeah, that's true. He can't, he certainly can't be the only one. That's a, that's a good point. It's, also, I it's, imagine the computer does a lot of the work once coordinates are laid in. Right, that's they true. they got a pretty fancy L-car set up there. Right, and unless they're in sort of a, a higher danger situation like this episode. Star Trek uh, probably has answered this question because they, they they like to do that, but like, I I know that at least like Next Generation there are like civilians on that ship, and the Jordy LaForge is not piloting it always, right? Like, they, it must there either there's another guy or like you said they just kind of set it on on autopilot and go to sleep question right. mark i don't right. know yeah, yeah i think they mostly do manual manual piloting when like they need precision maneuvers or yeah are in That's combat fair. or things like that because yeah like jordy isn't always at the pilot seat like in in a lot of circumstances he's you know in engineer and tinkering on shit yeah that makes sense um, Commander Stanton, uh, asks, tells Kai basically, all right, so, uh, what do you think we should do based on, uh, the procedures, uh, because we have this big giant red star, uh, like approaching our, um, or we are approaching this big giant red star. And he says, well, the procedures say, you know, once we get within X distance, we should maneuver around it so that we don't hit it. And, Stanton's like, okay, well, what do you think about that? And Kai is like, I think we should move now because it's a big star and I can see it. And <laughs> Commander Stanton's like, great, good job, sir, son. You know, always follow your instincts. Procedures are great, but make sure you think for right. yourself. So this I have is... several, several things uh-huh. to break yeah, up. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we might okay, be in well... agreement here. Okay, well, the first thing, I just don't think it's appropriate for a children's show to be teaching kids to disrespect authority. I think that's wrong. <laughs> okay, um, sure. You, yeah, the, <laughs> that's fair. VeggieTales. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, um, okay. If the procedure is not recommending maneuvers until later, then either they're in space. They, yes. Uh-huh. They, they bow to no flag. <laughs> 
Yeah. They can simply write the procedure to be more cautious if that's what the commander wants. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. But also, the reason you would write that down is because you would say, like, no, 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 we've crunched the numbers. It is better if you wait. And we, you have the procedure because we don't want you following your instincts because your instincts will misguide you in this situation. Yeah. Right. Or like, like, this is the minimum safe distance at which you can... You know, there, there's right. a couple ways to approach it. One is to go in the lore direction and go. Humans have been a spacefaring species in Power Rangers for eight minutes. So where the sure. fuck did those procedures come from? Oh, like, where that? did you get sure. those? Uh, but then, yeah, like, so I, I've I work for the Navy. I've never been a sailor, but like, I do know that. The reason that those are, exist are more like, hey, this is the closest it's safe to get. Yeah. They're not right. saying wait until this point to move. They're just saying like that don't get closer than this. Right. So so it could be that they're just like saying it weird or what you said could be correct, which is like, no, no, no. It's written that way because like. Like you said, we've crunched the numbers and, and and like if you, you know, if you move before that, you could be getting in the way of a different star or like or yeah, you could whatever. take better advantage like, of a gravity well. I don't right, know. Yeah. Th- this might come as a surprise, but I'm not an astronaut. But yes. <laughs> I feel like what I what little I know about that, like space travel is like famously one of the kinds of things where just humans don't have good instincts about it because it's so outside of our normal context. Yeah. yeah, like, like, like what, the way, I mean, like you know, if you're chasing something, like you can slow down and catch up to it. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, like that doesn't work. That because it's not because because all of the way our brain understands physics simply doesn't transfer when there's no friction, right? right. Like or gravity. Like, yeah. Yeah. So so you have to yeah maybe trusting the the procedures would be better. But also I remember like when I took astronomy in college, like one of the things that my professor like kept telling us was like, you, you, your brain will lie to you about what a distance means. Like it's so not our frame of reference that you'll go like, well, that's not that far. And yes, it is. Like my brain does that to me in real life. Yeah, exactly. So, I so have watched if, people try to play Kerbal Space Program by following their instincts. It doesn't work. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't... Like, I mean, fuck, like, there. I know this is a specific, I'm sorry, but, like, there's that giant bomb thing where they try to, like, perpendicular approach something. <laughs> right. And you can't fucking do that in space because... Because this dis the speed at which things are moving is completely insane. Like it's just you can't do that. So if you have procedures that like you trust enough to get you into space, maybe follow those. Like yeah. Now I understand that like if your fucking ship is being sucked in by something and the procedures say like nope, this is great, then like yes, <laughs> obviously at that point. Maybe you would would want to override that, but right. like, but yeah, I I think I agree with you on on Kai just being like, well, well, why don't we just like do it now? It's like, well, what else is around? Like, you have a lot of other questions yeah. to answer before you just 
ignore it. Right. Yeah. Well, like, well, and honestly, I said it as a joke, but it is weird to me that this is a kid's show. Like, the lesson in every other kid's show would be, now the rules exist for a reason and you have to follow them. Maybe you can't see what the reason is and they it would make more sense to you to do something else, but... <laughs> Yeah. Grown-ups that are smart and know what they're doing wrote that rule down, so you better follow it. So the weird thing about Lost Galaxy specifically is that I'm pretty sure that that um, TerraVenture is like a military dictatorship. Right. So I think they're <laughs> kind of saying, like, I think it's more of a, like, do not blindly follow authority, but but, like, when it's about don't do this or you'll get space killed. I feel yeah. like that's uh, that's hard to like uh-huh. go do those two things against each other, I guess. Yeah, uh, like yeah. when Star Trek does this famously many times, it's not about deterministic things like space travel. It is about right. like, what to do Moral when you interact with stuff. an alien culture. Yes, <laughs> right. yeah. Like, it's like, is this morally okay? That, that's easier to have your wiggle room. Uh, but it's important to note for later that Commander Stanton tells him to trust your instincts and don't always blindly follow what people tell you to do. Right. Uh, we then cut over to Trakina and Vilmax, uh, and also Kegler. You could be uh, saying any names right now, and I'd just be like, uh-huh, yeah, those guys. So I don't, th- I, I, Trakina was on the show, but Vilmax and Kegler weren't. Kegler is the guy who's shaped like a keg. Right. He's this little guy. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is telling Trakina, he's basically just saying a bunch of math equations. Right. Um, he's kind of their fenster this season, basically. Uh, and she's like, is he speaking English? This is confirmation that they the aliens do speak English the in Queen's Power language. Rangers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not like basic, galactic basic. They sp- fucking speak English. Um, and, uh, Villamax, her, her kind of second is like, hey, well, I know he's confusing, but basically he's saying that the Terra Venture is really, really close to that giant red star. And if they lost power, they'd all die. Uh, and she's like, cool. That sounds like a really good way to, to fix my problem. Let's go ahead and, and do that. Um, then we get, uh, uh, our, our theme song. And afterwards, uh, cut to uh, (laughs) the child uh, of Commander Stanton uh, making just the most adorable drawing of her dad. I'll give Uh, the credit for this. That does believably look like a child drawing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very cute. I also... This is the second or third time we've seen it, and I understand this is a children's show with not the best budget. It's just funny when you have a high-tech space show and they have printouts. Because <laughs> uh, he's just reviewing, like, pieces of paper that say how the mission is going, and that's just funny to me. Like, I I, I don't know. It just cracks me up every time. His, his vibes definitely strike me as the type of guy who would have people fax him, so... Well, he, yeah, they're at the park, and he's in his full, like, military uniform and, and you know, taking his daughter for a nice day to the park. But fuck it if I'm taking this thing off for even a second. Yeah, people are playing uh, Frisbee around him, and he's in full military dress. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, and it's like, it's... 
it's not, you know, like your your army fatigues. It's more like he's there in his fucking dress whites, like and just 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 having a nice day. Um she shows him this picture and he's like, "Oh, that's so great." Uh and then uh whoops, our our villain of the episode shows up. Uh and summons a bunch of uh stingwingers. Um this bad guy is not named in the episode, but she's called Icy Angel, and she is voiced by Barbara Goodson, a.k.a. Rita Repulsa. Uh, <laughs> and she is doing, like, a sexy voice in a way that I don't usually associate with Power Rangers villain, like, monsters. Um, and also, like, it's very low and, like, sultry, even when she's doing her, like, combat noises. So, like, her, her high yas are, like... Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. Like I, could, I couldn't stop noticing it. Listen, she voiced um, Rita for years. She's still resting in that throat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You do need just so many lozenges. Also, after her that. power does seem to be Cupid esque in that she hits people with an arrow and then mind controls them. So maybe yes. she's deliberately doing a thing. Yes, that's true. Um, she. Summons a bunch uh, of of the mooks, the the uh, 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 stingwingers, and I just was noted. I did notice like this might be the first time ever where showing up and just causing a big sh- like ruckus is actually good for their plan. Usually the bad guys show up and and like just smash things, and that alerts the Power Rangers that something is happening and it ruins sure. their plan. But in this one. They want to shoot Commander Stanton with this arrow and turn him evil, but also just smash stuff so that then the Power Rangers don't realize that they won, actually. And I just was like, huh, it worked for once. Incredible. Tactics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, as you said, Iris, he gets shot with an arrow. It's a huge fucking arrow. (laughs) I kind of... It would... Have really been funny if he was just dead. Like <laughs> it reminds me of like when you're in Dark Souls and you're getting hit yes. by all those silver knights with the huge bows, and, and like you survive, you. but you have yeah. all the arrows like sticking out of you. That's that's the vibes it gave me. Where it's like bigger than your entire body, or those fucking dudes in the underground area in uh in um Elder. Elden yeah, Ring. That, that's what it reminded me of. Totally. Oh yeah. Uh, fuck, I hate this level. Oh yeah, the 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 ghost assholes with the spirit bows. That, like the hunters. Yeah. That part part of that game is beautiful, and I almost quit. I was so I hated them <laughs> so fucking much. So I fucking like much. it on paper of like you gotta stalk around this area. There's like snipers everywhere, but like. It would it's, be cool if they couldn't see for literally ever. That would be, like, pretty cool. And if cool. there's not just, like, gangs of them, so, like, oh, yes. now, now you gotta fight four of them while you're getting sniped, idiot. Yeah. They do have those ghost arrows, and that is kind of what this looks like. It's it's like a, a ghosty arrow. So he gets shot and goes down, uh, and um, the rangers show up to, you know, uh, they fight off the monster and, and the stingwingers. Um... But then they're just like, well, we did it. Everything's great. Uh, we've solved the problem. Uh, they ask, com- well, uh, first of all, excuse me. First of all, uh, Commander Stanton's daughter, uh, 
who I don't, th- I sure don't think she gets named in this. My, um, I'm in my mind palace. Her name is Haley. Haley. Okay, sure. Let's just call her that. I don't think it's going to be contradicted by the show. Is that her actual name? I don't know. I am looking. Oh no, her name is Jody. Not it's even jo- close. Jody Stanton. Uh. We got Thank the right you, Amazon. Y at the end, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in my head, I was like, it needs to be a space name, like a comet. Oh, Haley, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, same, uh, same reasoning I used for Eidolon Disco. Probably that's what I was actually thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Jody w- shakes her dad awake, and the rangers are like, are you okay, uh, Commander Stanton? And and <laughs> I understand the, that, like... You have to signify to the children watching that something has happened, right? But but he's like, "Yes, I'm fine," and the Power Rangers are like, "Great!" No, I, I love like, Oh God, we got to check on the commander. Are you okay, commander? Yes. All right, cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Like it, it really cracked me up, and also. It immediately made me the saddest Power Rangers has ever made me. Oh, because uh, he steps on the drawing. I mean, listen, this is very funny, but also hits like specific ouchy points for me. Or oh, I'm sure. It's, it's so basically his daughter, Jody, gives him a big hug and goes, I'm so glad you're okay, da- daddy. And she, he like throws her to the ground, basically. Yeah, he like, puts it's not a that pro wrestling move on her to flip her around. <laughs> it's not like that violent, but he just kind of just like shoves her off of him to the ground. Yeah, and then and then just like walks over her drawing dramatically. Uh-huh. And like I said, it's it's so over the top that it's kind of funny. But also, I'm like, oh no, she do that for you. Don't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, that, that kind of thing is, is tough for, tough for me. Uh, obviously it's a kid show, so, you know, he does not like hurt her really, just leaves. Um, but yeah, he is immediately obvious that he has been possessed or, or taken over or whatever. Uh, he goes to the bridge, um, and I can't remember if we see this now or later, but let's just talk about it now. Uh, we f- we find out at some point in this episode that the bridge of the Terra Venture is just in like an office building. Uh huh. Now, I guess that's f- it's a space colony like designed to look like a normal, right. you know, like a, a normal suburban area. So that's yeah. not like crazy, but it also just feels really weird to me. It, it does almost feel like he should go down and not up to get to the bridge part. Like he's leaving the, uh, like you should go into that office building and then take an elevator down into like the mechanical part of the ship right. or something. Like it's weird that like, you know, there's probably like a space Dunkin' Donuts right next to this building that's just where all the stuff happens. There's probably pilot. space Dunkin' Donuts inside of that building. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's probably, like, you know, a fucking Starbucks. Am I right, guys? Because they're everywhere. Wow, uh, good one. Uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. I tried uh, to think of any other any other business, and I came up with the one that's the oldest fucking Caribou joke. coffee. There you go. Thanks. Um, but yeah, it just I just 
I, I previously they had shown it being like up a tower, but they just walk into a like a ground level building in this one, and it just cracks me up. Yeah. Um. So Stanton tells Kai uh to shut down two of the engines, and he's like, "Uh, well, that's weird. Uh, how? And you know, how come?" And he. He says, like, hey, are you questioning my decision? Uh, he says, no, 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 I'm not. I just think. And then he's like, don't, you know, don't think. Just follow my orders like a good good soldier. Now, I my memory's bad, but uh-huh. one would hope that Kai remembered that 10 minutes ago he told him the exact opposite of this. Yeah, and uh, they could have had him say that and be like, yeah, that was a training exercise. This is for real, you know, something like that. To right. Hand wave that. He, I will give them credit, the, the villains, which is that he does give an explanation. It's a bad explanation, but he tries. He says, we need to conserve power in case we need to pull away from the star. I don't know why you would suddenly need to do that, but you know, he right. has some reason. He also does not immediately just say drive into that star, which <laughs> sure, <laughs> which like would be a Power Rangers level like villain yeah, thing uh-huh. to do. He his plan is at least like kind of in stages. Which wow, Kai! I'll- if everyone. T- <laughs> If all your friends told you to drive into a star, would you do it? <laughs> well, apparently everyone else on the fucking bridge would. That's yeah. one thing we find out in this episode is is Kai is the only fucking person who's like, that seems like a bad idea. I don't know about right. that. Um, uh, but he does it. Uh, you know, he he's like, that doesn't feel right, but okay. Uh, and kind of, I, I guess... Kai is sort of like, we'll start drifting towards it, but it's not like they're immediately going to die, so he does it. Um, we then, Iris, go to him burning some food, as yeah. you said. I uh, just have to assume at this point he, that Kai's friends know whenever he's upset about something because he momentously fucks up a dish uh-huh. of some sort. Yeah, like- it's it's funny because Kai has canonically been shown to be a very good chef, but also... In- I think you're basically correct. Every single time he's upset, he he doesn't just like burn it. He blackens a whole fucking frying pan of food. Like he just, I guess, just is com- just staring off into space for ten minutes. Yeah, he while smoke he ruins bombs it. his dorm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, he did. Oh my god, one of the worst. Like we had someone uh, put in a thing of popcorn for an hour. Oh, no. <laughs> and and I don't know if they, I mean, it's possible that they were very drunk. You know, it was like a Friday night at 11 o'clock and did it by accident or they were an asshole. And, um, you know, if, if you've ever burnt popcorn, it's bad. If you've ever... <laughs> set popcorn on fire and burnt it until it's carbon like condenses it's yeah. just that whole floor is ruined right <laughs> you oh, can't go back in there for a, for a while <laughs> uh yeah i mean i that's like you, we don't see it this time but i think the, the last time we saw it he had indeed just like completely blackened all of it uh so he's he's having a, a time uh, Leo and Damon are like, hey, what's up? Uh, what's the problem? 
and he explains and uh this is the we're we're we've had like a big story push and now we're on an arc of like everybody gets a solo episode this is the second one and this is also the second one where where f- so that the the character being spotlighted can have a thing the rest of the rangers are just complete fucking dipshits <laughs> uh because he's like I don't know. The the uh, commander told me to shut off half the fucking engines and we're drifting into that giant red star. And Leo and Damon, Damon, who is a mechanic, I will for a starship, I will point out again. They're both just like, I don't know. That seems fine. What's the problem? <laughs> Yeah, they were like, oh, yo, you mad because you're wrong? Yes, yeah. Because Kai says he did calculations and that that eventually they'll drift into it. They don't have the engine power. And again, Damon, who is the fucking starship mechanic, you would think would go, hmm, let me run those. Uh, But they're both just like, nah, fucking relax. It's fine. It's not that big a deal. Uh, And... He, you know, I guess, like, Leo is like, look, the commander's gotten us this far. He must know what he's doing. And Kai's like, okay, I, you know, hopefully you're right. Uh, There's not any real downtime. We immediately go back to the uh, uh, bridge. uh, And Stanton gives him a new course. And... He punches it in and is like, well, that'll, that'll like put us toward the star. That seems bad. And again, credit Stanton has a lie. He's like, well, we'll be in low orbit and the gravity will give us a boosted speed and then we'll get to our destination faster. Yeah. But then Kai's just like, that's stupid. That's yeah, stupid. He's though. like, no, we'll die. Like for sure. We'll die. Uh, and he he kind of causes a scene like like all the other uh, um, people on the bridge stand up and, and like watch this. And uh, I will say for Stanton's actor who never did anything else other than this, he is doing like progressively more like Grimo worm tongue shit in this episode. Like he also he's just, like the makeup job on him just makes him look like they just don't let him sleep. Yes, they put big eyes under our bags under his eyes. Every, yeah, I think just every day, every, every scene is a new day that they didn't let him sleep in between. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's doing like weird head angles where like he's he's going for it, which I appreciate. Um, and he's like, are you def- refusing a direct order? And, and Kai's like, yeah, I won't do that. And he rips his embroidered patch off of his shirt which is wild i don't know how you did that with one stroke but okay great and he's like all right get out of this command tower uh and guards come and don't put him in jail they just throw him outside which is very funny to me like uh you're you're fucking treasonous get out of here yeah they just kick him out like (laughs) Uh, yeah. He caused a bit too much trouble at a bar or something. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's just like this is a mutiny. Get out! Get out of there! Get out! Go. <laughs> um. So he just picks somebody else and tells him to do the same thing. 
and then just real hard, creepy stares at the camera in case you hadn't gotten it yet. Yeah, Luke, it doesn't really look like makeup. No, he just looks sleepy. (laughs) Yeah, they just did a Stanley Kubrick on this guy. Yeah, they just didn't let him go to sleep. Um, uh, So Kai gets tossed out, uh, and he is remembering in his head Stanton saying, no, you've got to think for yourself and trust your instincts. Uh, so Kai is, is, is like, okay, I think something, something's wrong here. Clearly something's not right. Uh, and what his instincts lead him to do is to follow Commander Stanton, who again leads the just building, leaves the just, it's just a building. (laughs) Um, and he kind of hides, uh, kind of. Kind of tiny, like a uh, uh, Looney Tunes esque. To be honest, he hides behind like a tiny piece of metal that does not block him at all. Yeah. Uh, uh for, and then follows Commander Stanton. Uh, and sees him. Uh, I get. I guess he's. It's kind of funny. I guess he's not like possessed. He's literally just going to get orders from Icy Angel in person. Uh huh. There's no like. They don't have like a, a telepathic link or anything. She has to come down and tell him what to do, which is just kind of funny to me. Uh, but he sees it and runs up and is like, "Ha! Ah, I've caught you. You'll never get away with this." Uh, and Icy Angel's like, "What? Who's gonna stop me? You?" And he kind of like uh, tries to, or, or like hesitates. She shoots a bunch of arrows at him, and he does a bunch of backflips. Uh, and she's like, all right, you get back to your command. Uh, and he tries to chase and they have a fight. Um, it's a okay unmorphed fight, but but it's, it's not too long because he immediately like tries to run after Stanton. Um, the other rangers all show up and we uh, cut to, I think, what is some Sentai footage for them to fight. But then we get a... A f- straight up uh, Kai chases and fights this this middle aged man in what looks like uh, the back of a Home Depot. Yeah, there's all. I mean, he <laughs> like grabs some pipes and stuff. It does look. It's kind of weird to have a construction site on a space colony. You would think you would have built everything you needed like before you left, but whatever. I guess that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah they I mean this is intercut with the Rangers fighting uh um uh I've forgotten her name Icy whatever witch <laughs> uh, Ice Angel or something Ice Angel thank you uh but it it's like it's funny because I just I don't know I didn't ex- I'm not sure why I didn't expect this old man to get a full fight scene with the Power Ranger <laughs> But I didn't, and I kind of love it. Like, I know he's possessed, but it's kind of like if they had to fight Miss Appleby in, like, the first season. Like, it's just... Now... There's only... Now, a- hold on now. Hold on now, though. <laughs> yeah. What if, though? <laughs> well, okay. I would have liked that probably more, I guess. Yeah! Uh, That would have been pretty funny. Okay, it's more like if they had to fight the principal, whose name escapes me at the at the moment. I want to say it's uh, not Principal Skinner. I don't even think they actually called him Principal. I think they Mr. Kaplan is Mr. Right, Kaplan. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
but yeah, like it's a pretty fun scene. Um, the question I have for y'all, because it's pretty even of a fight, is is Commander Stanton jacked or does he have like evil super strength? Do you think? <laughs> I kind of assumed evil super strength. I assumed okay. it was mostly Kai's like, well, I can't use my full power on him because he's not he's not himself. I can't beat him up. Well, yeah, but then he like spin kicks him into a into an office. Well, yeah, he, you know. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta get. He, yeah, he he spin kicks him into an office to uh, and then locks him in there. Which uh, he's, also, he's, he's not doing like karate. He's just kind of like beating the shit out of Kai. Yeah, he, yeah, Kai. He doesn't morph, but he is using mar- martial arts, and Stanton is just like hitting him with pipes. So, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Also, I uh, have to say. I didn't notice this the first time, but as I've been re-watching it again and then continually repeating it for the past minute, the scene, like the specific shot where Kai impacts this dude and he just, he just like uh, tumbles backwards is the, it's a, it's a hysterical the reaction he, to it is so funny. He ragdolls in a way that makes me wonder if they just switched it out for a dummy and not a stunt person. It's very funny looking. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, but at the it, same time, like, it doesn't look like a dummy. No, it doesn't. It's that guy just just collapses. It's <laughs> it's very funny looking. Yeah. It's a good shot. He locks him in this office, which is a fire hazard for sure. That you have an office that that can't be opened from the inside. That's no good. You don't want that. Uh, and um, he, you know, he runs away to go find the other rangers. Um, the other rangers uh, fight. Uh, well, actually, the, uh, you know, he teams up with them and then they all fight Icy Angel. Um, the... I'll tell you what the the ne- one negative of this episode for me is that um, it's kind of over now. We're at like fifteen sure. minutes in, and the rest of it. I mean, the fights are never the most the most important part, or like the most fun to talk about on here, even if they're fun to watch. But uh, there's just not that much else that happens. Um, they they beat up Icy Angel. She gets big. Oh, I guess there is one thing to mention. She uses like is that- Blizzard Breath or something. Yes, she has like a, this like blizzard breath or cold wind or whatever. And uh, Magna Defender's Zord uses its, it has like a, a tool, two bladed sword kind of weapon, if you don't remember. And it uses it as like a fan to blow the wind back, which freezes her and she busts into a million pieces, which would be a really cool, like, novel way to kill a monster that's not your finishing move except then she just magically fixes herself so it didn't matter actually yeah uh she just reforms it's fine she just reforms uh she freezes the 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 regular megazord and the effect is fine but it made me remember that in the first season when the megazord got frozen it was just literally saran wrap that they wrapped it in and <laughs> That made me happy. I missed that. Uh, and then they kill her with the the special move. It's fun. I like. Yeah, it's just it's not a that sword much. fight. You know, you know whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, 
Kai, uh, now with Mike, uh, rush over to let Commander Stanton out of his office prison. Uh, and he's fine now, which I, that's fine. I mean, it makes sense. Bad guy's dead. The magic uh, power dissipated, you know? Yeah. Uh, they ask, uh, or, oh, oh, you're back. And he says, where did I go? Or, or, or like, have I gone somewhere? Which is, I, I liked, okay. Um, they all head up to the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, command center that has become uh, like a bridge. sauna at this point. Yes, apparently. and this is the point at, at which I'm like, wow, fuck every single other person who works here because they're all just standing around, like watching as they slowly go towards this uh, uh, giant red star. They're all sweating, which means yeah. like the temperature on the whole thing must be fucked up. Uh, and they're just kind of standing around, like, like milling oh boy, about. This looks bad, so I, I wonder what's going to happen to us. <laughs> It'd be cool if we could do anything to stop this from happening. But we have to have a strong man to tell us what to do. <laughs> orders is orders. Can't op- disobey the chain of command, I guess. Um, but uh, Stanton immediately is like, oh, okay, uh, reverse thrusters and... Him, and, uh, Kai, and Mike sit down, uh, turn the engines back on, and get them out of there. Uh, thankfully, they had not, you know, gotten so close that they were just unable to escape. Uh, but yeah, they're they're able to get away. Uh, problem solved, thanks to, as you said, uh, oh, good. It is kind of weird that they have Stanton say do this. You'd think they would be like you know what to do or something that isn't literally them following his commands again that's true yeah to solve it um <coughs> but you know whatever they've they've fixed the problem uh it is the next day and commander stanton or maybe it's the same day and Commander Stanton shows up in the daddest outfit i've ever seen this- <laughs> yeah Gold Star Dad outfit. Uh, I think it's a denim shirt. If it's not, it's just a blue button down and khakis uh, to uh, apologize to to his daughter, Jody, uh, with his what is either sweet or kind of a weird present, depending on how you look at it, because Uh he's because he's like. He gives her some art supplies and is like, draw me another drawing. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I get where you're coming from. Right, but, but it, like, listen, I wish to become immortal. Yeah. Now that you've told me to do it, I don't want to anymore. Yeah, yeah. Also, Maybe you should have ruined like, the first one, asshole. Yeah, she. he also obviously does not say to his daughter, I'm sorry, I was controlled no, by a space not. alien, uh, which would make that make sense. He's just like, draw me another one. I, I promise I won't stomp on this one. <laughs> um... So she goes to do that, and uh, and Kai is there, and he's like, "Also, I got you a present." I, I had the first time I watched this, I missed that he ripped his patch off because the gift is just a uniform. This one has the patch on it still, but I missed the first time that he ripped it off, and I, I was like, "His gift is the what he's wearing." Another one, okay, I guess. Uh, but yeah, he gives him a, a fixed uniform. Uh. And also, 
is like, by the way, I'm taking all of today off and you get to be the captain today for the whole, you know, 10,000 human lives space colony. I didn't have to run it by anybody. I can just decide that. Go I'm for God it. here. Well, my thing is like, so does, does, do I get a raise? Am I getting OT pay for this? Yeah, do I get time and a half at least? Like, is it like a holiday? I get paid. paid no, but extra? he does get applause from the other uh, bridge members. Yes, when he comes back up, everybody gives him a standing ovation for pushing the but the don't die button when they didn't have the fucking the fucking guts i guess <laughs> uh when i when i saw that scene start like it's it's shot kind of weird because like when he walks in everyone's kind of like silent and just standing around in a semicircle yes. surrounding him and it like zooms in on this one dude and slowly pans down and in the back of my mind, I was thinking it'd be really funny if it showed that he was making like the okay sign with his hand down there and then he just punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, the, yeah, it is shot weird. And he's, I mean, he like slow golf claps to start and then everybody give, you know, gives him a, an ovation and he starts giving some orders. And like, you know, I, I don't, genuinely need power rangers to get into like chain of command stuff but it does tickle me to be like yeah i guess that's how you do it right if you're the whole the captain of a whole fucking ship you don't have to like pass it off by the council or anything you just go like all right anyway you do this now bye (laughs) like uh but yeah and that's the episode um I, it's pretty fun. I like Kai. Uh, I think, you know, he went on to, to have like a career in the way a lot of other Power Rangers don't. And you can kind of tell that he can hold the hold the camera in a sure. way that a lot of them can't. Um, but also, I just think it's it's a really silly episode. And I like Commander Stanton being, being a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, this one was uh, a lot more fun than the previous Kai focused episode where he ruins food. <laughs> And the small <laughs> child appears. Yes. Uh, the lady's not from that one's not back. That would have been a wild trifecta to have all three. But uh, yeah, I, I'm guessing she's gone for good. She's never appearing again. Probably. That's how this this kind of thing usually goes. Uh, yeah, it's it, it it's fun. I I have been enjoying Lost Galaxy more as we've gotten deeper into it. The. Uh, I can't remember, Luke. I I don't think you were really on. Like the first arc of this season is is them going after a bunch of MacGuffins, and it's not very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, uh, they've kind of found their footing, uh, and it's fun. They and like I feel like obviously there's still a bunch of weird stuff with the fact that it's on a space colony, but like this one handles it okay. Like it's part of the plot and. They don't just completely forget in a weird way or that has so many of the weird incongruities with this season. Like in the last one you were in where they went to a skating rink, which is (laughs) just weird. Uh, But yeah, uh, it's a pretty good time. Uh, Thanks for coming on, y'all, and telling me about... uh, Pokemans and (laughs) Genshin, or uh, not Genshin Impact, sorry, Honkai Impact. So 
I'm sorry. I do have to circle back. So it's okay. just, they just they made another one, but they keep running the first one. Yeah, yeah. That's I weird. mean, I think they still run Final Fantasy Eleven. Oh, that's true. They do still run Final Fantasy Eleven because Simon played through it recently because yeah. he's a psychopath. A much older <laughs> game than Honkai Impact. Yeah. Also, Mihoyo I- is making another one called uh, uh, Zenless Zone Zero. That's also from Mihoyo. I it's I wonder how you like deter. I guess it's just you just look at a graph that's like amount of money we put into it versus get out and decide whether or not you shut it down. But yeah, yeah basically, it, it's interesting to me when your people are like, yeah, we'll just keep doing both of them. I guess like EverQuest continued to run for years after they put EverQuest two out, so. Fuck it. Also, the they're also they're coming out with a um, turn-based RPG called uh, Honkai Star Rail, which takes place in space and it has a space train. I like now. Okay, a space train does seem odd as a, a type of locomotion because either it's literally on rails, which through space would you know be. Just an incredible uh, uh, waste of resources to build uh, rails in space, or it's like not really on rails, it, but it has to like it just looks like a train. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's a scenario <laughs> where it looks like a train, okay. uh, but I mean, it it can travel through space. Is it a? Uh, is it still a gotcha? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. I mean. There must be like Final Fantasy Tactics style gotcha games. I have not seen any, but that is a for like that's a genre that makes perfect sense to just sell you a ton of characters like, like that. Yeah, basically. Oh, I found an image of the train. Okay, I want to see the space train. Yeah, I'll, and then we'll, give me a second. I'll show the space train. And then right. we'll. Uh... There you go. There's the space train. Okay, sure. Why not? It kind of looks like have, I mean, it kind of looks like it has a revolver barrel in the middle there. It sure does. That's I'm not interesting. Sure what, that, what, what that's about? Well, there you go. Space train. Uh, cool. Well, thank y'all for joining me, Luke. Is there anything yeah. that you would like to plug, or anything else you'd like to say about Pokemon? Uh, I'm good at it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You know what? I do have something to fucking say about Pokemon. Okay. Go Give for it to it. me. Electrode. Not a very good Pokemon. It's got speed for days right through the roof. I think even after all these years, it's one of the best speed guys. But its other stats are simply lackluster, and its move mm-hmm. pool's never been particularly inspiring. But, you know, one, one thing it could do was set up screens. You reflect your light screen which reduce physical and special attack damage, respectively. There's other guys that can do that job better. You know, your fucking Grim Snarls out here with Prankster, they can do it better. But, you know, it was a thing Electrode could do. Uh-huh. And, it, and then they said, hey, fuck you, why even let you do that much? Because now they have a Suian Electrode, which you can't even get in Gen 9 yet, although you will be able to once Pokemon Home allows for Gen 9 transfers in a few months. But for the time being, it's not in that game. And his Suian Electrode can learn 
uh, uh, light screen, and normal Electrode can learn Reflect, but nary the twain shall meet. They can't, neither of them can learn both. So Wait. that's just, what well, fuck you, I guess, if you like Electrode. So they just, so I actually didn't know this. So like now, so basically they've edited the move pool where previously it could do the, both and now it can't anymore. That's, yep. I don't think I knew that they did that. They didn't they used like, to. I think around Gen 7 or maybe Gen 8 is when they started doing that. Huh, that sucks. Yeah. That's a, well, so now his whole purpose is just to come out and blow up real fast, basically. There's other guys that do that better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say Voltover and Electrode is maybe literally my least favorite Pokemon design. What the fuck? It's a, what is, no. There it's are got better orbs. <laughs> I, name a better orb in Pokemon. Sfeel. Sfeel is not a perfect orb. I'm sorry. I love a Sfeel. Gastly. very good. I'll, I'll give you Gastly, but okay. <laughs> okay. It can't beat the best of the best, I guess. <laughs> it gets a silver medal, I suppose. <laughs> I just I just think it's funny that they were like, okay. It, this is what the Pokeball looks like. We need a, now 150 things that go in this. Two of them can just be that. And then I'll say, <laughs> we'll uh, get there faster I, to the I number. learned that they nerfed Electrode for some goddamn reason <laughs> today because I was uh, breeding and training up an Electrode. And uh, while you're breeding them, um, you know, the way breeding works in this game very quickly is like you throw a picnic for your Pokemon and sometimes... Uh-huh. They'll fuck uh, behind your back, and you'll just check the picnic <laughs> basket, and there's eggs in there. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you know, so- sometimes they'll also like, oh hey, also there was a potion in there, you know, some small item or something. Uh, I noticed when I was reading my Voltorbs that like, hey, why are there so many Pokeballs in here? And oh, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, does yeah. a Voltorb fuck? Uh, with a ditto. <laughs> I mean, canonically, they don't fuck. Eggs just show up because ah, Arceus brings that's them. A, that's a load of Okay, baloney. but the Ditto just transforms into the Voltorb, right? I mean, that part we don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just I don't trying think to think that's in true the because... wild, how are Voltorb made? Well, They're just orbs. What, what two happens? Voltorbs, two Voltorbs will not produce an egg. A Voltorb and a Ditto will. What? Yeah. It, hold on. What? <laughs> yeah. That's the same with every Pokemon that doesn't ditto, have uh, genders. Ditto, Pokemon ditto, is horseshit. Ditto, ditto fucks, dude. <laughs> that's, that's Ditto's whole thing. I, I, um, oh god, my whole brain. Luke, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, uh, such as we recently finished up not one, not two, but three different Totally Reprised miniseries. We wrapped up Totally yeah. Reprised Has Always Been Cool, our Twin Peaks show. Uh, we wrapped up Federal Reprise Note, our National Treasure show. Uh, and we also uh, just wrapped up Reprise Off, our face-off show. Yeah, and soon you'll be starting a good show. Uh, no, Well, yeah, much like Twin Peaks, we'll be starting a good show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll be doing My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Show to cover Columbo. Perfect. Wonderful. Uh, uh and awesome. also, on Playtest, actual play RPG, whatever, Iris is on it, she can talk about it, and I'm done. Sure. <laughs>
Iris, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, so you can find me at Stilts the GM. I'm also uh, Stilts on co-host, though I haven't gotten into the habit of posting there very much yet. Um, uh, you can also check out my podcast called uh, Saber Saber Slash Metrics, which is also hosted yes. on Audio Entropy. It is a podcast that is uh, primarily about Fate Stay, uh, the various like Fate franchises, Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero that sort of thing, as well as other Type Moon projects. Uh, we are currently attempting to make our way through the Fate Zero light novels. Uh, Genu Urobuchi is not a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that show is fun. I, I listened to some Sabermetrics when uh, when Fabi was hyper-fixated on Fate for a couple weeks, and <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of fun, so you should go check that out. Thank you. Uh and also, I am on uh, Eidolon Playtest. I play Haley Holst on Eidolon Disco, uh, which is one half of the current season. Uh, so go check that out. Yeah. Um, for me, you can find me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla. Uh, you can find me on this podcast, Teenagers with Attitude. And how come, hey, here's a question. How come Pokemon has an accent on the E when it's a Japanese name that doesn't have like there is no accent for that and then they they localized it to english which also doesn't have any accents um, uh on the e why they know. do that how come they, they did that i guess they were just worried people wouldn't know how to pronounce pokemon we pokemon i mean what, hey i mean case in point we both just said it wrong i will also also it didn't help People, I most people still call it Pokemon or whatever. Pokemon, the fuck, yeah. So. I mean, because yeah, it, it's it's not Pokemon. It's Pokemon. That's the like, you know, brand authorized way to say that word. Oh, okay. I I guess I didn't know that. I yeah. I mean, yeah. It, think about the themes like Pokemon. Po- Pokemon. I guess I don't say it like that. Pokemon. No, I, think, I say Pokemon. I think that might have just yeah, been a localization thing because I don't see any accent symbols or anything like that. Unlike the original box art for Japan, uh, well, well, right, well, that's what I was asking because they do have English characters in that box art. That's true, but I think they just spell it pocket monsters, don't they? Yes, they do. Okay, so there'd be nowhere to put the accent. Correct, because I would assume with the Japanese, like you know, Japanese, like the way it's written, you would just know how to pronounce it. It's got my understanding fairly strict pronunciation rules. Yeah, it yeah, it does. It's not like English where a letter could mean like 20 different fucking pronunciations. Well, but I wonder when that changed. I guess I just Did don't understand. Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um here hey, here I'm going to read an answer from Stack Exchange because oh boy, this that's is reliable. very <laughs> thorough. Uh-huh. The marking question is an acute accent mark and is, abs- is is intended to mimic the native Japanese pronunciation based on the English words pocket monster. Because of English orthography, there is considerable ambiguity surrounding the pronunciation of the character E. Compare the way sure. you pronounce the E in pocket with the way you pronounce the E in peel. However, in Japanese, the orthography and pronunciation of E sounds, uh, uh, the pronunciation of E sounds present no ambiguity. To accurately transcribe the E found in the English word pocket, only the character, and then there's a Japanese character here, okay, which yeah, is that pronounced makes sense to as me. eh, uh, can be used, or a, sorry, can be used, therefore, to indicate the correct pronunciation in orthographically complex, ambiguous, ambiguous English. 
the acute accent was used. Yeah. Uh, although no native English words use the acute accent mark, most English speecher, speakers and many Japanese speakers are familiar with the way in which an acute accent mark modifies <coughs> pronunciation due to the large number of existing French and Spanish loan, loan words in both English and Japanese. There you go. Yeah, that That's checks why. out to me. <laughs> that makes sense. Perfect. Well, I'm glad we could solve this issue. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, for Teenagers with Attitude, I have been Zach. I've been Iris. Luke, say your name. Luke, say your name. Luke, where'd you go? Luke, if you don't say your name, we're trapped here. Luke, please. Oh, I muted myself. I've been Luke. Oh, my God. <laughs> May the power protect you always. I had to cough. Bye. <laughs> Bye.